0: Hi Pat, how are you? I'm doing good. Oh, good. And you? How are? How oh are you? my gosh! Yeah, great. Oh yeah. yeah, I can't even. I couldn't wait till Monday. I'll tell you that. Uh, right now. <laughs> I was Thanks all goodness. weekend thinking, yeah. "Wow, when does Monday come? Gosh, is it Monday yeah. yet?" Yeah. Yeah. I have. We have actually a lot to talk about, and a yeah. lot of things I have been waiting to uh, to uh, talk about. One of them is the whistleblower. Love the whistleblower story. Me too. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get to that in just a second. First, um, you know the uh, the robocalls that say you're pre-approved for credit or loans. Be careful because they could be scammers trying to steal steal your home's title. Now, here's the problem: a home's title and mortgage record is now online, yours. And when a data breach occurs, it's uh, you know likely that millions of home titles and mortgages are exposed to thieves. There's one company that will protect you from this. It's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Thieves can't get it because the minute it comes out of the electronic vault and says, oh, there's a name change, you are contacted. And they say, hey, are you, uh, did you sell your house? No, I didn't. They're on to the bad guys immediately. Protect yourself with 60 days risk-free protection. It's HomeTitleLock.com right now.
1: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: I know it's almost as if you could see somebody in the White House going, I think you should whistleblow because the press will pick this up and there is no way that they will they'll be able to restrain themselves on this and there's nothing here and biden will be discredited because remember they want elizabeth warren biden will be discredited and uh and so will the media it's almost so good that it's a setup. Unfortunately, it's not. It's just the arrogance of the press and the Democrats. We tell you the real story of what's going on with Biden and Trump and Ukraine in 60 seconds. This
1: is the Glenbeck program.
0: So, what happens when the big one strikes? I mean, if you're in California, I guess it sucks to be you. Uh, If if it's a hurricane, tornado, earthquake, fire, flood, we had another one here in Texas. Whatever the thing is in your area that could wreak havoc on people's lives, when it's over, you have to go to the store and what are you going to find? Empty shelves, plenty of chaos. Not if you avoid all of that with My Patriot Supply. September is National Preparedness Month. My Patriot Supply has you and your family covered. They've revolutionized preparedness with industry-leading line of emergency food, gear, and water filtration products that you will need at some point. If you act today, you can save $100 on a four-week emergency food package when you go to my special website that is preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Four-week food kits, delicious. They're uh, on the average about two thousand calories a day. They last up to twenty-five years in storage. You order one today and receive guaranteed two-day delivery with free shipping. Give yourself peace of mind and save a hundred dollars now at preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Joe Biden. And last week, uh, there was a whistleblower. Now, that's an important word. What is a whistleblower, Pat? Uh,
2: that's somebody who blows the whistle on something they just found out, some secret uh, that this, in this case, the the Trump administration had. Right. And a whistleblower
0: uh, is on the inside. Yeah. And has special information, right? Right. They have access. A whistleblower is someone who has access to information that nobody else has. And because they have the access, they bring it out and say, look, here's the documents. The tobacco companies knew the whole time. That's a whistleblower. What the press has been reporting on is not a whistleblower it's like a little old church lady that is involved in gossip that's what they had the whistleblower came out and said do you know that the president spoke to the ukrainian foreign minister and threatened him said there would he would retaliate if they didn't go and investigate joe biden Well, that's pretty amazing. And the whistleblower would, would be somebody then that had inside information, was standing in the room, saw the transcript, somehow or another had special information that no one else had. And he went right from the Oval Office, right to the press and said, you have to understand, I have this information, I've got to blow the whistle. But that again is not what happened what did happen, Pat? Well, instead, uh, somebody was
2: apparently having a beer with someone else uh, at the office. Um, mm-hmm. it was somebody else who works with them in the office. Mm-hmm. And they were at the uh, bar. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were in bed and there was a little pillow talk. Mm-hmm. And the person uh, who gave the whistleblower the information said, hey, you know what? I, I guess Trump just called the Ukrainians and, uh, and threatened them over the Biden thing. Wow. I'm going to go straight to Congress with that. So this is secondhand information that this whistleblower has. And he took it to Congress.
0: And it was a
2: rumor. It was a rumor. And it wasn't even done at work. So it's not like one colleague said to another. We don't even know if they're colleagues at all. It might have been some lover. It might have been just a friend at a bar. And it's something that that was gossiped about somewhere outside of work. So
0: we have we have now completed the circle of um of social justice. You don't need any facts, you don't need anything but a rumor. Now, whose fault is this? Well, this is the fault of really the media because you know what a political party is going to do. If they can shop a rumor, they'll shop a rumor they just they're just trying to win and win at all costs they don't care so is it the democratic party's fault well kind of i mean but that would be expecting them to actually care about the truth and i don't think either party when it comes to the party i don't think they care about the truth they just want to win and so that's where a press needs to come in and the press comes in and they say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have a whistleblower that says this." Yeah. What's the name? Can't give you that. Where do they work? Can't give you that. Well, how did it come about? Can't tell you. Well, did they do they have evidence? Can't tell you that. <laughs> do they do that did they hear it? Can't tell you that. That's pretty solid. Let's run with it. <laughs> I mean that doesn't make any sense at all. That's not the way you run a business. That's not the way you run the press. No one Pat out of all of the things that we have exposed from tides foundation, acorn, uh Van Jones, mm-hmm. uh Planned Parenthood, Google, anything that we have run, have we even ha- have we even been close
2: to that low standard? Oh no. Never. Because we we can't. We, we can't. It. We can't. We would be j- just delegitimized or taken off the air completely. Yeah. One of the two. I mean, that's
0: Alex Jones stuff. We don't have any credibility. That is truly all. the way Alex Jones runs his place. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we've heard that there's a pizza thing and they've got children <laughs> trapped in the basement. That is the same thing. And instead of people coming in with guns instead your politicians go in with impeachment papers now this is so mm-hmm. this is so good for donald trump that it is almost as if the pillow talk was happening between him and melania you know uh, if you just went to the uh, press melania <laughs> and told them that you you didn't even hear it you just heard that there's a possibility that I was talking to the foreign minister of Ukraine and I threatened him. <laughs> Darling, that's brilliant. So she goes into, you could, you could make the case that this was a setup by Donald Trump and the White House. It's that good for him. Now, you can only make the case if you do exactly what CNN and CBS and ABC and NBC did, and that is just run with no facts. I could make the case to them. Would they print it? I have. What do you, what do you have on that, Glenn? Oh, no, no sources. But I'm a whistleblower. <laughs> oh, you're a whistleblower. Yeah, I think. I I mean, I. Pat and I were having breakfast the other day, and we were talking about it, and we had heard that Donald Trump actually told Melania in bed to act like a whistleblower. Why won't you run with it, press? They probably would. Yeah, <laughs> they probably would at this point. This is crazy.
2: If it was anti-Trump, I think they would run with it. They don't care. They
0: don't care. They don't care. You remember and that it's...
2: Brian Stelter story where he had the guy on and they speculated for about ten minutes that 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 Donald Trump wasn't just colluding with Ru- that he was an actual Russian agent, yeah, a spy. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was. He, he was. was a, he was a he... lifelong spy for the Soviet
0: yeah. Union and Russia. Yeah. Because, you know, he was very close with Russia in his younger years. Unbelievable. What? What? They don't care. The Oms-Budsman for for uh, CNN, Brian Stelter, is, is speculating that the president is an actual Russian agent? Wow. So why did this happen? Well, why it happened is even more fun. Why it happened is even better. And I'll tell you that in one minute. All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about my pillow. I think I have cracked the code on sleeping. I have never slept better in my entire life. And I mean that. I have cracked the code. Got to have the right mattress. Uh, You have to have a chili pad. Because it'll keep you cool. And then you have to have the right pillow. Eh, We also have to have the right sheets. But the last two can be taken care of by my pillow. This pillow is um, absolutely fantastic because it A, never gets hot, B, you don't have to fluff it. You fluff it once before you go to bed, and I, I don't toss and turn anymore. I don't adjust my pillow all night. It's incredible. MyPillow, I want you to try it now. They have discounts on all of their products, including their sheets, which are really great. MyPillow.com, you click on new radio listener specials and you'll see some amazing offers, including their buy one, get one free offer. Buy one pillow, get the other one free with the promo code back. No more pillow fights. You don't have to fight over the good pillow. You can both have one. Buy one, get one now at uh you know, get one free it's mypillow.com click on the new radio listener specials get deep discounts on all of their products including the buy one pillow and get the next one free enter the promo code Beck. call 800-966-3117 you'll get the great radio specials promo code back mypillow.com we break for 10 seconds station id All right, so why is this why is this happening? Why is this happening? Well, let me just give you, let me see if I can find it here. Let me just give you a quote from <laughs> uh, from uh, Joe Biden about uh, Iowa. Uh, Mr. Biden, do you have to win Iowa? Do, do we think we have to win Iowa? No. Do we want to win Iowa? Yes. Yes, we do. We think we're going to win. We know it's going to be a dogfight. And the same thing is true in New Hampshire. We don't have to win New Hampshire, but we'd like to. Well, at some point, the frontrunner has got to actually be out front. And the first two races, he's not out front. The Biden campaign is starting to fall apart. And uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Elizabeth Warren looks like she may be the presidential nominee for the Democrats. I can't believe. Can you believe that? No. I thought she was done with the Pocahontas. (laughs) I thought so, too. I thought, you know, a little pow-wow chow, and she'd be done. Uh, Apparently not. Uh, Apparently not. Uh, So she is now leading the polls in Iowa. He is in, I think... Collapse. He's at the very beginning of just full-fledged collapse. uh, And he's desperate. Do you have the audio of him um, yesterday turning on Fox? Uh, We have that. We have that in the studio. Here it is. Listen up. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you
3: ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Uh, And so how do you know? Let's talk about Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated he is violating every basic norm of a president you should be asking him the question why is he on the phone with a foreign leader uh, trying stop. to intimidate <laughs> a foreign leader uh,
2: he's
0: he's not yeah he's on the phone with <laughs> <laughs> good point <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, that's the president dude they talk to other foreign <laughs> leaders right uh and intimidate he didn't no that was a rumor not coming from a whistleblower. That was a f- uh, rumor. The The foreign minister of uh, the Ukraine said, he, he never said that. It, that that didn't happen. It didn't yeah. happen. This is
2: the birther story. Yeah. That's what this is. They don't mind. They, they don't care if they're lies.
0: They're outright no, the, lies, the, the and they just spew story. them. The birther story started with Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, a, a Donald Trump thing. I mean, he ran with it after, but it started with Hillary Clinton. Now, so he says, we need an investigation uh, on Trump. Well, you've, you've already had one. Now, here's Lindsey Graham saying, you know, an investigation would be good. Listen.
4: Joe Biden said, everybody's looked at this and found nothing. Who is Everybody. Nobody's looked at the Ukraine and the Bidens. Nobody's looked at the role the Ukraine played in the 2016 election. Do you think the media in America would really look at it and report on it if there was something bad? For the Bidens, are or, or they unduly interfered in the 2016 election? So here's what I'm calling on, yeah. calling for. I'm calling for somebody in the Justice Department to look at all things Ukraine. We've looked at all things Russia and Trump, his family, everything about his family, every transaction between the Trump campaign and Russia. Now it's time to see... Whether or not the Ukrainians released information regarding Manafort, who is Trump's campaign manager, what relationships, if any, did the, the Biden world have to the Ukraine? What role, if any, did the Ukraine play in the 2016 election? So nobody's looked at this, but somebody should. So I'm hoping the Department of Justice will look at the Biden-Ukraine connection, like we looked at the Trump-Russia connection.
1: So you're
0: All right. Here's Mike Pompeo on what Americans deserve to know. If there was election interference that took place by the vice president, I think the American people deserve to know. We we know there was interference in the two thousand sixteen election, and if it's the case that there was something going on uh, with uh, the president's family that caused a conflict of interest and Vice President Biden behaved in a way that was inconsistent with the way uh, leaders ought to operate, I think the American people deserve to know that. All right, now last one. Here is Representative uh, Devin Nunes on Biden. The left knows that Biden's son is a problem for him. This is why when Hillary Clinton was running, these stories first originated first originated back when Hillary Clinton was trying to make sure that Biden didn't get in the race. So now that these have been resurrected, I, I don't know who came up with the scheme. Maybe there really is. This whistleblower yeah. is not a partisan. I mean, we want it. We want to hear from that whistleblower. but. It sure looks like the scheme has backfired, and this, like I said, I think this is probably the end of Biden's just, campaign. You,
1: you, end of his campaign.
0: I, I really do. I don't think. I mean, I, not that he's—he's he's still formidable. He still has a, a block of support. Yeah. But if you look, his his lead is basically down to zero. So, let me start again, or let me finish again with where we started. Listen to him on the campaign trail when Fox asks him the question. Have you ever, how many times have you talked to your son about his business dealings? Listen. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings?
3: I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Stop.
0: Hmm. He's never because his son says the exact opposite. So now, which one is it? Now if you don't know about his business dealings, we did uh I think we did two shows on his business dealing. And the first business dealings uh revolve around the Ukraine. But the Ukraine is nothing compared to China. But since we're talking about the Ukraine, we should probably we should probably go in and look at the Ukraine. Joe Biden is was best pal with John Kerry. This is in 2009. And it happened just in time as Joe Biden was sworn in as vice president. Their sons decide to get together. Joe Biden or Joe Biden's son Hunter Biden and John Kerry's stepson Christopher Hines. Now, here's a father and son team That decide that the fathers should pal around and the sons should pal around. So now John Kerry and Joe Biden are pals. Now remember, this happened just as he's being sworn in as vice president. John Kerry is going to be made secretary of state, and the two sons get together and they decide we're going to go into business together. They they bring in a third partner. The roommate at uh, from Yale, Devon Archer. Now Devon is the guy who co-chaired John Kerry's campaign finance committee when he ran for president in 2004. So the the trio decide to do something none of them have any experience in whatsoever. The three of them decide we're going to start an international private equity firm called Rosemond Capital and we're going to have several different branches including one that's called Rosemont Seneca Partners with an office in Georgetown, which happens to be right down the street from John Kerry's mansion. And then another one is right by Joe Biden's vice presidential home. Now it's important to know here that the U.S. Foreign Corrupt Practices Act does not prevent foreign companies from hiring or making special deals with children of U.S. government officials. That law should be changed. All right? However, these business deals, man, they seem awfully shady. And they happen to uh, 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 coincide. coincide with visits to the Ukraine from joe biden and john kerry it's weird we'll give it to you next
1: you're listening to glenn beck
0: all right our uh, sponsor this half hour is relief factor millions of americans have had the quality of their lives directly and dramatically changed by pain there are so many people just in our audience that just have a hard time getting up every day because of pain Of the people who try Relief Factor, 70% keep on ordering it month after month because it works and you get your life back. I know how they feel. I've had terrible pain for quite some time. I started taking Relief Factor. I feel the best I have felt in probably a decade. Relief Factor, it's 100% drug free, created by doctors. If you join me now, you'll get your life back with Relief Factor, or you have a very good shot of it. Try their three-week quick start. It's only $19.95. You have got nothing to lose. You've got to try everything. Try this. Again, 70% of the people who try it get their life back. Drug-free, natural way to ease your pain. Get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Yeah, yeah. We're just we're just looking who gets on the train today and who stays uh, who stays behind. Uh, there are so many stories today. This Biden Trump story is really important because we're headed towards a banana republic. Did you hear what Nancy Pelosi said? Nancy Pelosi said she wants uh, she wants you to be able to indict a sitting president. Yes. To, Can you? That's imagine what banana nightmare republics nightmare
2: that, do. Oh man. Oh, that's all you would have to do in order to shut down a U.S. president. Yep. Just yep. start some kind of proceeding
0: against yep. him. We are just headed towards a banana republic, and it doesn't seem that anybody cares. Doesn't seem like anybody cares. Um, also, I, I don't know if you saw the news. There's two disturbing text or three disturbing text stories that came out. One, we are six months away from deep fakes. See, I think it was about three years ago I started saying 2020. You will see deep fakes, and they will be pushed to the forefront because of the election. We are six weeks away from undetectable deep fakes being everywhere. Um, The next story is Google's quantum superiority. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, it looks as though in an unverified—it was put up— by NASA and then taken down. NASA and Google have been working together. Oh, the government working together with hmm. Google. Uh, Google has been uh, working with uh, NASA on quantum computing. Quantum computing, uh, they, in this, in this um, report that came out and then was taken down by NASA immediately. So we, we don't know if it's been verified yet. Um, but it was released too early, they say. Uh, The quantum computing capability now, uh, they solved a problem that would have taken 50 trillion hours for an average computer to do. 50 trillion hours. They solved it in 30 seconds with the new, I think it's a 54-qubit computer. 53 quibits. Qubits. Qubits, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: And then in a separate experiment, something that takes uh, 10,000 years to perform, it's a quantum circuit 1 million times. That would take a supercomputer, the world's best supercomputer right now that we know of, 10,000 years to do. It took the Google computer 3 minutes and 20 seconds. It's incredible. Yeah,
0: it's incredible. Uh, and the f- final and we'll get to these at the top of the hour. The final disturbing story is uh, how the Constitution is a thing of the past going to be replaced by algorithms. Perfect. Perfect. We have that coming up in just a second. First, I want to go back to the other story. and We're going to be covering this tonight on Blaze TV. And I, I urge you, please subscribe to the Blaze TV. If you're not already a member, please do it. Um, We are currently working on Elon Omar. We're going to go back and work on uh, the Joe Biden thing. We're going to show you the the chalkboards and show you exactly what is happening. Uh, And it is your subscription that helps pay for those things. And we could really use your support. And by subscribing, you're getting now Dave Rubin, Mark Levin, uh, Stephen Crowder. You're getting this show. You're getting uh access to so many different voices. This is the largest platform now of of conservative voices. It's Blaze TV. Go to blaze TV.com. Please sign up and support our voices as we support freedom of speech. Blaze TV.com slash Glen. Use the promo code Glenn, you'll save ten percent. Okay. So tonight I'm going to go over all of this, and I'm going to tie it all together with a whistleblower. But I want to give you the outline here of of what this really is, this whistleblower on Trump and Ukraine. What they say is he wanted dirt on Joe Biden. Well, I don't think it's unreasonable to for the United States president to say, did was there dirty dealings going on? With Joe Biden and his son in Ukraine? And if so, we would like to know the information. Now, I don't like it being used for political reasons, but the questions should be asked. Now, Joe Biden says he threatened him. He threatened him. Well, there's no evidence of that. The foreign minister said that's not what happened. So, where's your evidence on that? This is just trying to turn this around to make it look like Donald Trump did something to kick dust over what Joe Biden did. Now Joe Biden said on the record he's never talked to his son about any business dealings. None. I want you to ask yourself if that sounds reasonable. As soon as as soon as uh, the vice president was sworn into office in 2009, John Kerry's stepson and Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, decide they're going to go into business together and they're going to do a private equity firm. Now, none of them had any private equity firm kind of experience at all. So we're going to we're going to do this. All right. Now, there's nothing necessarily illegal about the business deals I'm going to tell you about, even though even if the wheels of these deals were greased, By John Kerry and Joe Biden in Ukraine and China. But it is such a blurry ethical line. I don't even know how you make heads or tails of this. What Hunter Biden did may actually technically be legal, but it is not something the vice president should ever allow on his watch. All right. I'll get to the Rosemont Rosemont Seneca company. But the first stop on the Biden's uh, corruption tour is Ukraine. Two characters you need to know about. Former Ukrainian government minister Mykola Jolzevsky and an oligarch named Ihor Kolomoisky, I guess. He's the head of Burisma. Now, this is the gas and oil company. It's the largest private natural gas company in the Ukraine. So this uh, Kolomoski takes over Burisma. Z- um, Zolachevsky created Burisma in 2006, and he created it through a complicated web of offshore maneuvering. It's very common in the Ukraine in business practices, but it, end- it, it ends up being run by this, this oligarch. I'm just going to call him Ihor, 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 the oligarch. He now runs this offshore business, um, and it's the largest gas company in uh, Ukraine. All right. This guy has a very shady, violent reputation. Um, his thug resume is extensive, He is also on a government visa ban list, so he can't even come into the United States. He can't legally visit the United States. That's how bad this guy is. When Russia invaded Crimea in 2014, President Obama made Joe Biden the point man for the Ukraine. So Joe Biden was on the phone with the Ukrainian leaders two or three times a month. He made five trips to the Ukraine between 2014 and 2017. Now, Foreign Policy magazine said no one in the U.S. government has wielded more influence over Ukraine than President, Vice President Joe Biden. In 2014, roughly a month after the Russian invasion, Devon Archer. You remember him? He's the partner with the Kerry and Biden boys. Uh, Devon Archer visited Joe Biden at the White House. Remember, this is the partner. So we don't know what the meeting was about. They probably were just, you know, you know, exchanging tales about how crazy their boys are. And but five days later, five days after the you know exchange of the cookie recipes in the White House, Joe Biden landed in Kiev for a high level meeting in with the Ukrainian government officials. He brought with him specific plans for a program to assist the ukrainian national gas industry as well as details of a billion dollars in u.s insistence in loans so i'm bringing with me a whole buttload of money where you can help your natural gas industry isn't that helpful and burisma happens to be your largest natural uh, natural gas company isn't that crazy Now, part of the energy uh, portion of the program read U.S. technical experts will help Ukraine develop a private public private investment initiative, a public private investment initiative to increase conventional gas production from existing fields to boost domestic energy supply. Now. Coincidentally, just the day after Biden uh, arrives in the Ukraine with this big American deal to help with investment in natural gas, Devon Archer, the partner, you know, with Biden and Kerry, he's named to the board of Burisma.
2: What a coincidence. That is uh,
0: such what a are the coincidence. Odds? It is. It's like <laughs> it, what's going to wow. happen next. I mean, who knows? Maybe Elon Omar will marry your brother. <laughs> such a crazy coincidence then um he's uh he's in the company with the oligarch that's not permitted to be uh you know here in the united states then 3 weeks later hunter biden also joins the board
2: huh.
0: right <laughs> that's- okay uh, these are unusual coincidences. Well, it, what's really crazy uh, is um, is the connection between uh, Joe Biden coming in and saying, "Hey, we're going to help you retool your natural national uh, your natural gas industry mm-hmm. through public private partnerships." Oh. And the largest natural gas company privately held is the one his son is now on the board of. No, but. It's only because both of them their experience in the natural gas industry. Oh, it's extensive.
2: Like go, goes back
0: No, they didn't minutes? have any. No, they did, they didn't have Not any. Not even minutes, worth, Not of? Even no. minutes okay. worth. Uh they didn't they didn't have any. But hmm. their investment house uh that they had, you yeah. know. Uh they also didn't have any experience in in you know, investment They're houses They're just quick either. learners. They're just They're very quick learners. Yeah. 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 So they they joined the Burisma board right before the British government announced that it was freezing the London bank accounts belonging to Barisma. So <laughs> so it's such a corrupt company that London, right after Hunter Biden is on. Uh, they freeze the bank accounts. Now, nine months later, the British government finally gave up and unfroze the accounts when they couldn't get Ukrainian prosecutors to cooperate and give them any information. Now, after Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board, the company's owner—remember the oligarch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he was suddenly taken off the U.S. Uh, ban list. He could come into the United States. He uh, and you know what? Mm. The 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 ban wasn't the only thing that disappeared. The uh, 1.8 billion dollar loan uh, the U.S. promised to the Ukraine. Most of that was put into a uh, into Ukraine's largest bank, but it was it's owned by the corrupt oligarch that also uh, owned and ran Burisma. So all the 1.8 billion dollars that we said we're gonna we're gonna send over, we're gonna help you. It went to the oligarchs' bank, and that disappeared, too. Hmm. A lot of coincidences here. (laughs) There's a
2: lot of (laughs) coincidences.
0: But anybody who's looked at this has said there's there's nothing nothing going on. There's nothing (laughs) going on. We're going to have the whole story tonight. It gets worse from there. We have the whole story tonight, 5 o'clock. Please join us on the Blaze TV. Uh, blaze tv.com slash beck all right american financing the fed is considering where the economy might be headed and what to do about it makes a good time for you to think about your own financial future have you made sound decisions have you been uh, do you have a reasonable level of financial stability now is the time to review your spending mortgage rates now are at a near all-time low and by taking advantage of a lower rate you might be saving yourself a ton of money maybe even taking years off of your loan term or you might be in a good place to buy a home if that's what you're looking to do what you need to do next is call american financing take advantage of their free mortgage review right now it only takes 10 minutes but in that time their salary-based mortgage consultants will help steer you in the right direction as you know a counsel you over and over again please be financially responsible don't get yourself into a situation where you're not going to be able to handle the you know the uh, the loans or the credit that you've had down the road American Financing can help you determine the best move. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS one www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
4: How is,
0: how, well, I know how it is. I I guess we just have to stop being frustrated by this, and we just have to, we have to educate ourselves and forget about what the mainstream does. We just have to know what we know, and there is, there is no way when you look at the dirty dealings, I mean, just look at the first three coincidences, Pat, Mm -hmm. tell me. Tell me, he meets his son right after he becomes vice president. His son and the secretary of state's son decide to go into business together, Mm -hmm. and they're going to they're going to start an investment firm, which they don't have any experience in. Um, And then the week before Joe Biden goes to the Ukraine, he meets with not his son but his son's business partner. Okay, okay, at the vice Mm -hmm. presidential mansion. Then the next week. Joe Biden is in Ukraine with $1.8 billion to help their natural gas industry. Coincidentally... And so is... Yes. The the guy he just met with. His son's partner. His son's partner.
2: Is also in Kiev yeah, at that time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, huh, wow. That's weird. And he is also uh, named on the board of directors of the company... That's going to get the $1.8 billion. Oh, what a... Amazing. And a week later, his son <laughs> is also appointed to that same board. What a coincidence. Uh-huh. There are four right there that are absolutely too crazy to believe anything else but corruption.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: With the fear mongering that is—it that is, is sad. It's unbelievable. It's unbe- And the people—the the report they continue to cite. The authors of that report say that's not what we're saying. The world is not ending in eleven years. The
3: it's authors, just
0: the
2: authors, yeah. of that report say it's that. Agonizing, and the, the fear mongering is. It's sad. despicable. It's
0: sad. Yeah. They they've these parents are just destroying their children's lives. Look at them. They don't think they have any future. Right. It's Can you imagine wow. growing up thinking you have 12 years before the no. earth is over? I mean, that's crazy. We would say if if somebody was teaching their kids, Jesus is coming in 12 years. Jesus is coming in 12 years. The world years. is going to end. end in 12 years. Y- you would say that's child abuse. Right. That's what this is. It is. It is absolute child abuse. They, they're robbing these children so bad. of their future. So and, bad. And what's crazy is there are things to worry about <laughs> in <laughs> the future. Yeah. That's just not one of them. I mean, just the quantum computing that they came up with can help us solve any global warming crisis soon. Mm.
1: And enlightenment.
0: (laughs) What's happening with the global warming? Hysteria is absolutely inhumane. It is child abuse. There are things to worry about, but if you even believe that this is true, there is a big story that came out this weekend. That can solve the problem. It can solve it. I'll tell you that story and the ramifications in 60 seconds.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: If you think you can't afford to get into gold and silver, may I suggest you give Goldline a call right now at 866 goldline they will um uh they will help you. They have a really great staff there. The people who are on their uh uh on the phone banks are so great. I've I know them, I've met them many, many times. They actually really like you because they said uh the Glenbeck they this is a quote. We fight over Glenbeck calls. Anybody says they're calling because they heard it on the Glenbeck program, we all want that call because the uh the audience this is what they tell me. The audience is so smart, Glenn. They've already done their homework. They're not they're not just a bunch of boobs that we have to like, okay, no, no, this is how it works. They've already done their homework. And they're really polite. I love hearing that about you because it's true. This is just a different audience. Anyway, I want you to call them and ask them about their accumulation program where you can get a, you can get started for as little as a hundred dollars a month. I know that in times like these, when the market is so volatile, it's easy to feel like, okay, well, so what do I do? I don't have the money for gold or silver. In a way, with at least a little percentage of your portfolio, it might be, it might be better to say, I, 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 I can't afford not to invest in gold, just a little bit. Market an, um, analysts say that about 10% of your portfolio should be in gold. For anybody who doesn't have a portfolio, I mean, what is a portfolio? What are you talking about portfolio If you don't have a portfolio, call them because they can help you. Little as a hundred dollars a month you can put away and keep it all in gold. their accumulation program. Do it now. Call them, please. Eight six six Gold Line. Read their important risk information to see if buying buying gold or silver is right for you. I got a ton of letters from so called experts over the weekends. Uh, over the weekend on what I talked about the economy, I have to I have to share some of these letters with you because they're on both sides, both saying Glenn, you are absolutely right, and here's how I know because I'm an expert in this. And then I get another letter that says, Glenn, you are a complete boob because I'm an expert in this. I'm just telling you, it doesn't make sense to me what the Fed is doing with money right now. The they are they're coming up with a a way to definitely not bail out the banks. They're not bailing out the banks. They're just they're just loaning this money. They're just buying some of their assets. Remember that was TARP, the troubled asset program, remember um, they're just buying some assets from the banks. That's all they're doing. And in the next, what is it, 12 days, they will have given the banks $1.8 trillion. They announced that on Friday. We're going to keep doing it until October 10th to the tune of $1.8 trillion. Oh, huh. I don't think there's anything to worry about. Call Goldline now. The number is 866 Goldline. 866 Goldline or Goldline.com. World's about to change. I'm telling you. World is about to change. Um, let me give you a couple of let me give you a couple of briefs on a couple of stories that I found very interesting that I think you should have. Uh, one. Do you remember we started talking about deep fakes, I don't know how long ago, five, six years ago at least. And we, we told you at the time, you're, there's going to come a day where you're not going to be able to believe your eyes or your ears. You will not know what's real and what's not. 2020 is that year. I've been saying this for a while. Now science is backing it up. From CNBC, manipulated images and videos that appear perfectly real will be accessible to everyday people in a year and a half, I'm sorry, to half a year to a year. Now that's accessible to the average person. It's still very easy today You can tell with a naked eye most of the deep fakes. But in six months, you will not be able to tell the difference. This means that just in time for the campaign, China, Russia, anybody that wants to disrupt is going to be able to release a video of Donald Trump on the phone with with the Ukrainian foreign minister Saying, I'm telling you right now, we're going to open up our silo doors and we're going to bomb the snot out of uh, Ukraine unless you help me forge some, some documents about Joe Biden. And it will look absolutely, completely real. And somebody else will be able to come up with the video of Joe Biden in a secret lair somewhere underground in Georgetown with John Kerry going, yes. And then what we do, uh, we we get China to give us all of the money and then we take over the world. (laughs) And it will look absolutely real. And we will not be able to tell the difference. We will be able to see a video of the mullahs in Iran. A smuggled video came out from a whistleblower. And it will be the mullahs saying, yes, we target Saudi Arabia, we take down their oil industry, and then we move to Israel. And you will not be able to tell the difference. By the end of 2020, by the time the next president is sworn in, you will not know what's real and what is not. There will be so much fake news, fake video, fake audio, that you will not know who to trust. I warn you of this because you must take your own um, life into your own hands. You must not discredit yourself in any way, shape, or form. When I when I was um, at the bottom, uh, about two thousand five, I had been trying to, um, I had been trying to stay sober, and I was sober, but I was no, I was dry, but I was not sober. And I could barely hold on to my sobriety. And I had lost absolutely everything. Even my best friend, Pat, abandoned me. (laughs) Um, Not true at all. Um, I did move. You did move. I did move. But you begged me. It should have been 1995, though. 1995. Oh, yeah. I meant 1995. Yeah, Yeah, 1995. Um, And I... I remember being down on the ground and I had lost everything. And I remember the only thing I wanted back was my credibility. And because nobody believed me. Because I had done a good job of hiding who I was and my alcoholism and everything else. And uh, I just wanted my credibility back. And I remember saying, I will not, if you, I'll do anything. Just please, Lord, help me. Help me get to a point to where I can look someone in the eye and say, this is truly what I believe. And and then believe me. Um, let me be true. Please, I'll do anything. And I've worked really hard on being that way. Uh, and I, with everybody who counts in my life, I have credibility. I hope I have credibility with you, but there's so much stuff out there now, who knows? Your credibility matters with the people in your circle of influence. My circle of influence, you're not going to believe me or anybody else. Look at how much damage has been done to people of all walks of life, no matter who they are. They either have credibility and they shouldn't, Or they don't have credibility, and perhaps they should. You don't know who to trust. Only worry about your circle of influence. Don't do anything to discredit yourself. Because that is going to be the only gold standard, I believe, in a year from now. About a year and a half. Now, story number two. Google has claimed now quantum supremacy. They have marked a major milestone in a paper that was posted to NASA.gov earlier last week, and then it was taken down. The Financial Times was the first to report the news. They A claim made in the new scientific paper from NASA.gov the most serious indication that the promise of quantum computers uh, an emerging but unproven type of machine is actually becoming a reality again we don't know this paper was taken down and the word is is that uh, it was taken down because it was premature to publish uh, and hadn't gone through all of the vetting process so we don't know if this is true or not uh, but the paper at nasa.gov claimed, while our processor takes about 200 seconds to sample one instance of the quantum circuit one million times, a state-of-the-art supercomputer would require approximately 10,000 years to perform the equivalent task. So what it would take a supercomputer, the today's best supercomputers, 10,000 years, it took the quantum computer from Google 200 seconds. Researchers in the paper estimate that performing the same experiment on a Google Cloud server would take 50 trillion hours. Too long to even be feasible. But on the new quantum uh, processor, it only took 30 seconds. Again, 50 Mm. trillion hours to 30 seconds this is that singularity
2: we've been talking about for many years yes right? we're kind of there it's it's, if this it's approaching, approaching. Real.
0: if this is real we are if this is real the algorithms everything will change everything mm-hmm. will change mm-hmm. blockchain is over uh because uh, quantum computing will be able to block will be able to uh hack that now please tie this with a couple of other things There is a new list out from Comparatech. It's a technology research firm. And um, it shows which cities around the world are the most surveilled places in the world. Number one, Chongqing, China. Number two, Shenzhen, China. Number three, Shanghai, China. Number four, Taijin, China. Uh, Number five, Jinan, China. Please excuse the pronunciation of all of these cities. Um, Number six, London, England. Number seven. I think your pronunciation of that was way out of whack. (laughs) I know. Wuhan, China. Uh, Number eight, Guangzhou, China. Number nine, Beijing, China. Number 10, Atlanta, Georgia. That's the most, most surveilled city in America? In America, Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. They have 15 Jeez. cameras per 1,000 people. Number 13 is Chicago. Number 28 is Washington. Number 38 is San Francisco. Number 42 is San Diego. And number 46 mm. is Boston, Mass. New York's not even on that New list. New York's not on the list. That is Hmm. incredible. Two more stories. Two more stories and you will see the complete picture in 60 seconds. You know, the great thing about quantum computing computing is it's going to be able to come up with all kinds of new medicines. Um, If quantum computing actually is here we will be able to test drugs and come up with new drugs for cancer cancer if quantum computing actually becomes a reality, you will see the end of cancer within f- probably two years of it being um uh, of it being unveiled. I think we're ten years away from the end of all kinds of problems. pain hopefully will be one of them. pain is um Pain is something that when it stops, you are filled with gratitude and you are so grateful that you can do the things that you used to do. The end of pain. Well, it's not here yet, but for 70% of the people, they get rid of their pain or their life is greatly enhanced by using relief factor. It's a way to reduce the inflammation that causes pain. It's not a drug. It's not addictive. It won't blur your head. It works for 70% of the people who try it. Relief Factor. Try it now for a three-week quick start. 1995, you get a three-week quick start. Not very much to see if you can vastly improve the quality of your life. Just try it and see if it helps. Drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Ten seconds, station ID. All right <clears throat> one more story, and then I'm going to tie it all together. Brain computer interfaces BCI, once used exclusively for clinical researcher, the research now under development at several startups and a major tech company, and rudimentary versions are already popping up in online stores. <clears throat> Here's why this matters to you. It unlocks the information inside of your head and could give companies and governments access. The privacy risks alone, it is the absolute end of privacy. Forget about any of the social media data. This is actually from outside of your head. A machine that can read your mind. <clears throat> in some cases, even the implants that uh, people like Elon Musk are working on, they are relatively limited in the data they can extract from your brain. And we don't know how accurate they can interpret, but the tech is moving at light speed. <clears throat> they can now recognize basic emotional states unspoken words and imagined movements <clears throat> they monitor your neural data wow researchers researchers have found similarities in the way different people's brains process information they can make a rough guess today about what somebody is thinking or about to <laughs> do based <clears throat> based on brain activity <clears throat> this could
2: me. lead to future crime stopping That's exactly Uh, what it is. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If you could stop people from committing a crime they're about to commit, then that'd be great.
0: So, they already have out on the market these basic headsets that are being sold as relaxation tools or entertainment gadgets. Do not buy one, do not put one on your head. They're using the devices to fine tune. What is going on? And they're fine-tuning it. They're using you as a guinea pig. They're using them currently to fine-tune advertising pitches. Mm. Facebook is involved in this. Elon Musk is involved with this. And the neurotechnology, uh, they believe you'll be able to type out your thoughts. You'll merge with AI. How exciting is that? really merge with an AI machine people are not wonderful people people think this is one of the most frustrating things and I just talked Mm -hmm. to uh, Robert Epstein about this he's the researcher uh you know the Harvard MIT Mm -hmm. guy that's Mm -hmm. doing everything on Google yeah and he said the biggest frustration is I can't get people to take this seriously no they don't they don't I haven't talked to anybody who takes it seriously no you two why do you what's the
2: difference with you uh, I have a brain. I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think, you know, We well, we've been watching out for things like this for a long time. If you haven't been watching out for things like this for a long time, you just think, ah, we've heard this all before, and, and nothing's no. going to come of it, and we've I've seen it I've been watching and go. this
0: since the early 1990s. Yeah. And been following this stuff and thought it was cool, but fiction. Yeah. Um. Until, really, the last... Fifteen years, and in the last fifteen years, it's been pretty dicey. As Robert Epstein said to me, uh, "Glenn, twenty twenty is going to be terrifying, terrifying." Now, I want to give you, I want to give you one one more thing. There is a new paper out, and what's really important about this is it's a white paper trying to get to figure out a way. ...to get from the Constitution to a society of analytics and algorithms. So this is post-constitutional. Hmm. Instead of a Constitution, we have, have this, algorithms. analytics. Algorithms. You have basically, <clears throat> how do we get Americans to accept this a social credit system Jeez. over the Constitution... I hope and you don't, but it's already in play. I will give you the white paper on it that people that are really engaged in this are reading and taking to heart today.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: All right, four things, four things that you have in in common. Uh, tell me what they have in common: air springs, engine distributor, timing cover gasket. Heater system. They're expensive. Yeah. Four thing, four likeliest things that need repair when summer switches over to fall. Those things. Now, they're expensive is also the other. Uh, they're going to be have to be fixed, and they're going to be expensive. When it comes to your car, you push the gas pedal. It stops when you push the brake. Turn on the air conditioning until it feels better you know, or turn on the heat until you're warmed up. That's all I want to worry about. That's why I trust Car Shield. That's all I have to worry about. In addition to providing 24-7 roadside assistance and rental car while yours is in the shop, CarShield also makes the process of fixing any of those things. If it's a covered repair, it's super easy. I want you to call 800-CAR-6000 and mention the promo code BECK, and you'll save 10%. It's, uh, it's carshield.com, promo code BECK, 1-800-CAR-6000, or carshield.com. So let me tell you why people in Silicon Valley um, believe um, in a borderless world. They believe in a borderless world because they believe there will be no nation-states in the end. That we won't identify as Americans or Chinese. We will all just be humans sharing everything and really forced to share. Uh, And we will be on our best behavior because daddy or big brother— will be watching over us at all times. This sounds like science fiction, but I promise you it is not, and I urge you, I I can give you, if you're interested, just write to me. I will give you books that you can read from the experts. I am a flawed individual with a, a... 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 A decent brain to be able to understand the entry level stuff. I can't tell you how it all works, but I can. I have done study on this since the 1990s. And the time is here, the time is now. The next 10 years, you will not recognize anything in 10 years. There is a white paper out now from uh, Penn State, a professor there. If you want to understand why everybody in Silicon Valley is for socialism, here's why. Now remember, they don't believe in nation states. They don't believe in borders. Why would they be for a big oppressive country? Because they need the data. Now listen. Professor Larry Backer of Penn State University has issued a paper 2018 that resistance to social credit systems in the West could be dissolved when the masses are socialized as a collective. First of all, Pat, can you explain what a social credit system is? As we know in China, yeah, it's it's
2: well, if you're acting a certain way that the state wants you to act, you get you get points mm-hmm. uh, towards being allowed to do certain things. Uh, if you don't act a certain way, things are taken from you, privileges right go away. They don't have to like put mass transit right
0: uh, transit at all, moving right. around, all of those things. They say pridefully that they don't mm-hmm. ever have to take anybody off the street or put them in prison. If their social credit score is so low, they will not be they won't be willing to leave their house. Hmm. So they'll have no desire to leave their house because it's so hostile outside of their home. Now, he says the great culture management machinery of Western society needs to develop a narrative in which such such. Activity as a social credit system is naturalized within the Western culture. He's a prominent law professor, Larry Backer of Penn State. And in this paper, he talks about ways in which the social credit system could be implemented in the West. He writes that a shift in the law with this system will, quote, change the focus of public law from constitution and rule of law to analytics and and algorithms the paper you can find it yourself is titled next generation law data-driven governance and accountability based regulatory systems in the west and social credit regimes in china he says right now the move to a social credit here in america is fractured but he says I can help. (laughs) Here's what you have to do. You have to use the great cultural management machinery to normalize the idea of sharing private data and social credit. He says, quoting... It is possible to socialize the masses or even mass democracy as a collective to impress to embrace this pattern of data disclosure beyond the immediately self-serving closed loop systems. So in other words, he's saying, um, how can we get people to be to willingly give up every bit of privacy that they have and give us the way they even think? Would it be possible for a state to develop systems for the enforcement of laws, criminal and regulatory, that depend on intelligence by inducing the masses to serve as positive contributors of data necessary for enforcement or regulation? So in other words, change our entire system to what you think you will become. What you're thinking is important because then we can use criminal and regulatory laws against you or against the bad guys who are thinking bad thoughts. He says the answer in Western liberal democracies may depend on the ability of the great cultural management machinery of the Western society. It's television, movies and other related media to develop a narrative in which such activity is naturalized within Western culture. As big tech and artificial intelligence creeps further into our lives, a grid of high-tech surveillance has entangled us already. The system's Google Home, Apple Watches, Amazon Alexa offer convenience in the form of targeted ads, personalized content, and other features. This system is meant to determine whether or not you'll be allowed to function in modern society at the end game. For instance, the Trump administration, we've told you this, is considering using surveillance grids to monitor the population for signs of mental illness, triggering authorities to confiscate firearms from dangerous individuals. In 2013, Old Thinker News asked the question, will insurance companies use smart appliances to to monitor unhealthy habits? We've talked about this for years Yes, the answer is yes, of course. Wall Street Journal stated, They already know whether you've been taking your meds, getting your teeth cleaned, or going to regular medical checkups. Now some employers or their insurance companies are tracking what staffers eat, where they shop, and how much weight they're putting on, and taking action to keep them in line. Artificial intelligence, programmed by power-hungry individuals, is taking over our society. It is already censoring political opinions. It will be making medical, educational, and financial decisions. Humans are to be sidelined. The social credit, credit system will be watching you closely for any deviant behavior. And if you're not careful, you will become an outcast like in China. And access to food, transportation, and medical care will be denied.
2: (laughs) That's amazing. Access to food. Sorry, you can't have food. You can't be buying food. You're just not behaving. You can't have any food. Oh. Okay, well, that's just a death sentence. That's not
0: that bad. They're doing that that to the Muslims in China right now. The Uyghurs. They're doing that to the Uyghurs right now in China. Mm. And... Uh, And people like Google want to help them. Facebook Mm -hmm. wants to help them. And the reason why they want it is because they want access to all of that data. They are so data driven right now because data on every human being on Earth helps them create artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence general or super intelligence.
2: They'll also be helping to run the show, too. So, uh, because it'll be their algorithms that are being used. Correct. So, they're going to be running the show. Correct. With the U.S. government or whatever government it is worldwide. And they're already doing that with China right now, as you mentioned. They're already doing it.
0: Yes. And so, now, in the United Mm. States, we've been warning you. That the Constitution is on the ropes. I've never believed in things like Blade Runner, where it was the corporation that was coming for it. Yeah, I didn't either until now. But it's happening. You can can see how that happens. And beyond anything that we've ever seen in our lifetime, and we Mm -hmm. have a beginning understanding of this, you can now see how the book of Revelation, when it talks about uh, the mark of the beast, how that happens. And I remember as a kid how, wait a minute, there's no place to go, no place to run, no place to hide. You, you You are told what you can eat, what you can't eat, how you live. You can't spend money. You can't go anywhere. How's that possible? We now see it. Yeah. We now see it. Yeah, and they're getting much closer to
2: telling us what we can and can't eat too. The Democrats are being pretty bold about that right now.
0: Well, and, and that they're, unless that they unless there is some place where they need to have unless a barbecue, start a ten thousand five hundred
2: steak barbecue in Iowa. Right? Why then it's fine. That is fine. That is yeah. totally fine. All then, veganism is out the window. What are We're you having talking about?
0: So that bizarre. Is so crazy. The hypocrites. Mm-hmm. The hypocrites. Uh, That are involved in global warming. We want to talk about global warming uh, coming up in a second. And and I just want you to know, Microsoft, um, they were part of this. uh, They were at a panel where they were talking about quantum computing. And the head of Microsoft's quantum computing uh, arm was there. And it was Google that announced it, along with NASA, that they have, you know, quantum superiority. Or what did they say it was? Quantum... Quantum supremacy, supremacy, um, and uh, Google is working on the or Microsoft is working on this as well. And this vice president of of Google Quantum uh, was talking about how great it is. And they were saying, "Well, like, what can they solve? We can solve things like the climate crisis. We'll know with quantum computing, we will know exactly how to fight carbon, how to be able to." take it out of the atmosphere and make sure that we are recycling right we'll be able to figure all of these things out why is everybody so panicked right why if, is if especially if, if we're there if we are already developed quantum computing mm-hmm. why would you even take a single step on this before you can run it through a computer that can do five uh, sorry 50 trillion hours, 50 trillion hours of work in 30 seconds. Uh, Maybe we should just hold off. There is hope, but not if you listen to the kids. And we're going to get into that coming up in just a few minutes. I'm going to talk to you about Simply Safe. I want you to take stock of what you have in your home that's of value. Just think about it right now. First thing that comes to my mind is my wife and kids. Everything else I don't really care about. I mean, I do care about. And I'd hate to lose. And I would be like, if somebody stole it, I'd be like really pissed off. But I would be happy that my wife and kids are there. But what are the things of value that somebody could take? And they're irre- irreplaceable. I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. When it comes to home security, it is state of the art. It's round-the-clock home monitoring. It comes with no contract, no fees, no fine print. It's $15 a month, and you get amazing home protection that is practically invisible once you set it up. You own the system, and again, it's $15 a month. Now for $15 a month, you're going to get the kind of security that they have at Google. They have the kind of security at Google that when somebody tries to break into something, they have video verification and they can call the police and say, yep, we got a guy trying to break in first floor, back corner, blah, blah, blah. And the police respond within seven minutes. But because home security is different, it doesn't have video verification. You don't have that. Your response time goes from seven minutes to 45 minutes. Well, let's reverse that. Right now, if you go to simplysafebeck.com, you're going to get a free HD security camera when you order. So if somebody's trying to get in, you're going to be able to have the people who are monitoring check the video and go, yep, there he is right outside. He's getting into the, he wants to get into the, the, uh, the lower left-hand corner window. You got him. Police will be there within seven minutes, $15 a month. Is there anything better than this? The answer is no. SimplySafeBeck.com. Go there now, get your free HD security camera when you order. It's simplysafebeck.com.
1: This is the Glimbeck program.
0: Welcome to the program. Uh, I just, I, you know, and people say that Joe Biden is out of touch with today. Uh, I mean, he's as woke as you can get. Here is Joe Biden on prisoners that identify as women. Listen.
3: By the way, in prison, in prison, mm-hmm. the determination should be that your sexual... The identity is defined by what you say it is, not what, in fact, the prison says it is. And in Uh, that case, you you should be entitled also to O.G.B.Y.N. Anyway, uh, you didn't ask that question, but you're not (laughs) likely to either, I guess.
0: Wait, you, wait! If wait, you're a guy, well, hang on. <laughs> if you're
2: a guy, you should be able to go to an OBGYN? Yeah, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? I think that's a brilliant idea.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there is that case of the guy who said that he was identifying as a woman, so he was transferred to the female prison mm-hmm. where he raped a bunch of women. Ah. They don't even
2: consider that possibility. No. Even though it's already happened, that's not even a consideration for them. They have just kicked women to the curb. Oh my gosh. They couldn't care less about women's rights anymore.
0: Oh my gosh. Women are in sports. It's It's over. It's over. Sorry, tough. It's over. Yep. I mean every record. Ever made by women, gone, gone, and any
2: female athlete who says that is excoriated now. She, there, I think, ripped, man, there apart. is going
0: to become, there is going to come a giant reset. There has to, so there be. there has to be a giant reset. I mean, <laughs> unless the algorithms all control right. everything, yeah. But if if man is led uh, left to to reset and go back to the natural settings. Uh, The reset is going to be tremendous And all of these so-called women records Are all going to be expunged They have to be Mm -hmm. They have to be
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck
0: Was ever a, a real pain cure? I, there's nobody I would wish it on more than Pat. No, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not really saying this. Yeah. I'm <laughs> paid to say this. But... <laughs> uh, but it has worked for me. Uh, and relief factor. It doesn't work for everybody. It works for about seventy percent of the people. And I would urge you. Pat tried it. And, you know, it didn't work for him, but he tried it. I urge you. If you have pain, I never thought it would work for me. It did. And it's changed my life. Relief Factor. Call the uh, call them now. Just go to relieffactor.com. Try their trick. Quick start. A few years ago, we had uh, Luis Elizondo on. He is a career intelligence officer. His experience includes working with the U.S. Army, Department of Defense, National Counter Intelligence Executive. He was director of uh, national intelligence. He was former special agent in charge, and he was supervising highly sensitive espionage and terrorism investigations around the world. As an intelligence case officer, he ran clandestine source operations throughout Latin America and the Middle East. This guy has some credibility, and we had him on a couple of years ago to talk about a video that came out from the DOD, um, and it wasn't verified uh, that it was actual video. He told us at the time, yeah, and that's just the beginning of evidence it was just last week verified after two years it was finally verified that yes that did was released by the dod uh and it showed some sort of alien encounter now, i shouldn't say that showed some uh unidentified object encounter we don't know if it was alien or if it was our own stuff i wanted to have him back after the three thousand people showed up uh, area 51 because he is so fascinating on what he knows, and he says the evidence for UFOs is overwhelming. We join him in one minute.
1: This is the Glenbeck Program.
0: So, there's a ton of ways uh, in which identity thieves can target your information. We've talked about it for a long time. Here's kind of a chilling addendum to that. Turns out cyber criminals like to target children's information as much, if not even more, than they do adults' information, especially their social security numbers. And I remember when I first read this, I was like, why would that be? Well, because they have a clean slate, and they've got about 15 years before somebody starts using that social security number. So by the time your kid goes to apply for a job— Uh, their credit is absolutely destroyed. An identity thief can use that information to open new accounts, run up large debts before anybody ever catches on. Tons of ways cyber criminals can take what is yours and every day they get a little better at it. That's why you need LifeLock. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can see the things that you might miss on your own. Act now, and for a limited time, you'll get 30% off your first year if you use the promo code BACK. So call 800-LIFELOCK or visit LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK and save 30%. The offer expires October 6th, so don't wait. Join now at (laughs) LifeLock.com. Luis Elizondo, welcome to the uh, program. Director of Global Security to the Stars Academy. Um, Thank you for having me, Mister Beck. Uh, you, you bet. I, I, you're one of the more fascinating guests that we've had on. I think you were on about two years ago, and we were talking about the video that was verified last week. Uh, first all of right. all, your, your thoughts on on that video, and and what do you think that, that What do you think that could be? Is that is it most likely something we are doing, but the the Defense Department just doesn't talk to itself?
5: Mr. Beck, that's a fantastic, fantastic question. Um, since we spoke, actually, we decided to dedicate some of our time and attention to a, to a docu-series that actually looks at some of those questions, whether or not this could be a, a, a super-secret U.S. technology or perhaps even some sort of foreign adversarial technology that has somehow managed to if you will leapfrog ahead of the US and and uh, you know uh, gain strategic surprise. in reality, we really don't know what they are. Uh, these things have been seen for quite some time. Um, what do I think about the first video you you just asked me about? I think I think if you look at the video and you know what you're looking at, you'll see some performance characteristics that are well beyond uh the the our current understanding of aerodynamics
0: for um, for instance we we don't see any propulsion uh, propulsion unit in it uh it's a if i'm not mistaken it was a flat surface we we it can start and stop and go at speeds and we can't tell how it's even propelling itself right
5: right Right. Uh, in essence, you have you have these these five observables, so to speak. That anything that we have that flies in the sky, whether it's a, an aircraft or even a, a like a balloon or something like that, they all have to abide by the same physics. And when you see something that ha- can can perform in ways high high g force acceleration, uh, hypersonic velocity sustained, and then stop on a diamond hover, uh, things that have the ability to potentially travel in, in in low Earth orbit, in atmosphere, and potentially even underwater those are some of the things that you have to kind of scratch your head at that point and say, okay, is is this some sort of new technology we're seeing or is this really a completely different paradigm?
0: So um, is, was there a, can you even tell, is there a heat signature from it? I mean, is it, do we have any concept as you've been looking into these things?
5: Uh, well, we do. We have some, some very bright physicists and scientists that have have partnered with us over the years and they have come up with some really startling um hypothesis. and these are hypotheses when you when you look at them collectively, one of the things that until recently, probably the last three years only this new latest development, we were looking at these 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 observables, if you will, under the lens of different types of exotic technologies that could explain each and every one and some of the physicists now have come to the conclusion that really what we're seeing. All these capabilities may, and I'll emphasize, may be a manifestation of a single type of, of technology.
0: What, what does that mean?
5: Well, that means that if if you have a certain uh, type of potentially propulsion drive or unit, uh, you will have the ability to do all these things uh, that we're seeing these UAPs do uh, in a way that, You don't need five different type of technologies to to explain the five different, if you will, the observables Mm -hmm. that these things are displaying. It's all really one technology potentially, and if you understand how to bend or even flex the 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 fabric of space time just a little bit, then all sorts of things that we would consider magic will become possible.
2: Does that include these uh, this uh, cigar shaped? UFO that people are seeing all over the world now it's been spotted in the United States it's been spotted in Europe and Asia uh have you have you seen these obviously you've seen these things these cigar shaped uh UFOs, UFOs.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of course, we we prefer in the government to refer to them as UAP, UAP. but yeah, uh, you, you, I mean the, the, they're really rather interchangeable. Those those I guess those that terminology. But yeah, I mean there's there's commonalities that are seen all around the world, whether they are are disc shaped vehicles or they are larger cigar or tic tac shaped vehicles, or in some cases the very very large triangular shaped vehicles. We we simply don't know. And from a national security perspective, if these things really are potentially an adversarial technology, then a they've been around for a long time. B, they've managed to hoodwink us uh, on our ability to
0: collect signature data. And C, this is something that we, we need to get on top of. And the, 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 case. the only country that really would have the ability to do something like this would be us, wouldn't it? I mean, China and Russia are not uh, not up to speed where we even we are. Well, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't underestimate the Chinese or the the Russians. I
5: I think uh, they are Mm. very, very capable. Um, They've been able to, in, in occasion in the past, in some cases, surprise us. But, yeah, one would say, well, if this is some sort of super secret technology, then more than likely it's the U.S. But let's break down that argument for just a brief moment. We do not test super-secret aircraft in and around uh, large carrier battle groups that are underway, um, whether it's in a combat theater or even, even back here at home. We just don't do that without proper coordination because, obviously, you have, you have issues of air safety, of issues of a technology potentially mm. being leaked, um, and there's all sorts of, of organizations in the Department of Defense, particularly the Joint Staff. Their whole job is to deconflict. Um, those type of efforts and activities. That's why right. you have areas like Area 51 where you can fly these things in secret and you're not going to get a whole lot of people looking at it.
2: Likewise, you you, you would assume they wouldn't be tested over uh, large population areas like Phoenix. Uh, so, right. That, and you, is, that you, is certainly not the way we do
5: business. That is not
2: the way right. that our national security apparatus tests super secret stealthy technology now that phoenix situation where thousands and thousands if not tens of thousands of people saw all those lights in the sky back in 98 or whenever that was with a triangle shape and some said it was miles across uh what what have you found out about that has there been any new information over the last 20 years that's come out about that situation
5: uh that yes, and no, not that has necessarily come out, but that has been studied and researched. Yes, and this kind of goes back to the, to the more recent theories that what we're looking at here may potentially be a, a culmination of of really one type of exotic technology uh, being used. Um, again, unfortunately, I really can't go into a whole lot of detail with that. First of all, I'm not qualified. I'm not a I'm not a physicist or a scientist. But two, I think it's still a little premature right now to come out with any type of of real theory on it yet.
0: We're hoping to in the next maybe eight months, maybe have that. Uh, do you believe that? More, it, do you believe that is it, it is uh, homegrown technology, earthbound um, technology? Yeah,
5: I, Mr. Beck, with all due respect, I usually don't like to give my opinion on things like this. Yeah, all right. One thing I've learned as an intel officer: you can be absolutely sure of something and still be absolutely wrong. Okay. So I, so, I so, think collecting the data, let the facts speak for themselves, sure. and let the American people make up their own mind what the, this might be
0: totally totally reasonable and and much more wise not not great radio but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but very wise um l- l- let me let me ask you uh, uh let me ask you this way if these were uh from another planet or species or whatever it is if it's not if it's otherworldly doesn't that say something really calming about the uh, being watched they have been around for a long time and they haven't really We're it's not, not like they're coming here to you know terraform us mm-hmm. they've been here for a while
5: Well that that's a great great point too I mean I think depending how you look at this philosophically and even sociologically uh, as a society some people will look at this and say oh this is this is comforting to know that we 're not alone, and others may look at this and actually it, it could be a little bit disturbing and, and a hard pill to swallow for some. Uh, it really depends i think on 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 your personal views of the world you know from a national security perspective, the one question they always ask me is why why does DoD consider this a threat? Well, our job in doD is to consider everything as a threat potentially until we 're sure it 's not a threat so mm-hmm. You know, the one, one, if you will, the one allegory I've told people, say, imagine at night you go to lock your doors, at your front door, you lock your windows and you turn on your alarm system and one morning you wake up to get a nice hot cup of coffee in the morning and downstairs in the living room there's muddy boot prints. Now, the doors are still locked, the windows are locked and the alarm is on, but somehow you have these muddy boot prints in your living room. No one's been hurt, nothing's been taken, nothing's out of place, but you have these prints that weren't there the night before. So the question is, is that a threat? Well, I don't know if it's a threat, but it has a potential to be a threat if it wanted to be. So that's why I think from a national security perspective, we do look at it from that optic. Um, does it necessarily mean it is a threat? No, absolutely not. But we need more data. We need more information before we can make any type of, of assessment whether or not these things are a threat or not.
0: You said to me uh, two years ago that the the evidence with the DOD of UFOs is overwhelming what does that mean what does that mean to you
5: it means during my time with the atip program that there was enough data there that not uh not only we were able to collect but other organizations and agencies were able to collect that allowed us to recognize the reality that these things are real. Now, what they are and where they're from, you know, I, I certainly don't want to speculate.
0: But are they real physical objects? Yes, they are. They are there. So what? why this sudden openness with the DoD? Is it just because of the Internet? Why, why, why are we hearing something that has been denied forever? And that's crazy talk. And you're crazy if you even think you saw one. Why is it now coming out that, yeah, that why is the DOD take two years and then finally come out and say, yeah, that's that really did happen? They've never done that in the well, past.
5: Well, in all fairness, in in, in defense of, of the department, you know, it, DOD is a large bureaucracy and DOD is fantastic once it has a defined threat in addressing those those threats. But here is something that we have no idea how it works, what it is where it's from or anything else like that, none of the interrogatives. And uh, that's 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 hard for an organization like DOD to to come out and say, yeah, these things are real or they're not real if we don't even have enough data um, and information is not getting to the right people and in, in, in senior DOD leadership. But I, I will also say that I think it's, it's a tremendous testament to the courage of the Navy to come out with this statement finally and say, yeah, these things are real. Um, one of the reasons why I think Maybe they're changing their tune a little bit. And again, I don't like to, to speculate too much, but it may very well be the fact that so many pilots now are coming into contact with these things. And by the way, let's not forget, every single person out there has some sort of smartphone with very, very capable yeah. digital yeah. collection capabilities, such as cam- digital cameras and even IR. So we may be reaching a critical mass where, where there's enough individuals out there that Uh, It's going to be really, really hard to 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 deny that that information. Luis,
0: uh, just because of your you know, you ran a clandestine source operations in uh, the Middle East, a special agent in charge for national intelligence, um, you know, um, the national counterintelligence executive, blah, blah, blah. You have the expertise. And if you have something that you can say, I'd like to hold you over. Can you comment on what you think is happening or should be happening with uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia?
5: Wow. Uh, you know, I probably no longer qualified to to
0: okay. answer a question
5: like that. But I, I do have friends that that are engaged and that's, there's one thing I'll offer to the American people that right now, the intelligence community, community and the Department of Defense have some of the very, Brightest minds, the greatest talent, looking at this issue and others too. By the way, um, the DoD never sleeps. It has a global twenty-four-seven mission, mm-hmm. uh, three hundred sixty-five days a year, and uh, the, the incredible men and women that are part of that effort. You know, it's it's amazing. Half half the time they don't. <laughs> I think they don't even sleep, um, and they are they are managing these issues for us, so our, our leaders can make well-informed decisions. I think Saudi Arabia and Iran is a very um, very perplexing and challenging issue, uh, but it's not new. It's been around for a while, and it's also an evolving issue. It's something that every day goes by. There's a there's a new piece to the equation that has to be figured out. Uh, it's kind of like a math problem that continues to to compound upon itself and get more and more increasingly more difficult to to solve. Um, thankfully, we have very smart people in our intelligence community and in, in our Department of Defense that that are looking at these problems are
0: strategizing and they're trying to anticipate uh, right. what tomorrow may bring. All right. I appreciate your frankness on that. Uh, Luis. Thank you so much. Luis Elizondo to the stars, academy.com uh, the national security director uh, there. Thank you so much. All right. Millions of people have had the quality of their lives dramatically changed. If, if they have pain millions of, have had their lives directly impacted by Relief Factor. Most people who turn to Relief Factor have found themselves um, missing the ability to do the things that they want. Uh, Shooting a round of golf every now and then, or just even taking a walk, playing with the kids or the grandkids. Some have turned to medications that left them foggy and unable to make good decisions. Of the people who try Relief Factor, 70% go on to order more month after month because... Their life has changed, and they're able to do those things. I know how they feel. Relief Factor is 100% drug-free, created by doctors. Join me and get your life back with Relief Factor. Three-week quick start is only $19.95, so you don't have anything really to lose except maybe all your pain. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. All right.
2: Weird statement that it's... You know, twenty years—it's a little too soon to comment on that. But we'll have the answer in eight months. What's <laughs> that kind of a weird statement? What are you talking about? When I asked him about the Phoenix situation, Well what, oh. what is going on there with the gigantic triangle? Well, in the I think you know, what he's saying is—is is that they've been investigating. Yeah, his has been. Investigating. But it's premature to to comment on that. In twenty years? <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. All right. Well, maybe we'll just never know. Uh, I mean, there were so many witnesses to that event that it's just, it's undeniable that something happened there. There was something in the sky over Phoenix in 1998, and it was gigantic.
0: Now, was that only picked up by film, uh, you know, or video, Um, but was it picked up on radar? Did they see? Radar, I'm not sure, but there's all
2: kinds of film on it. Yeah, there's all kinds of, I mean, people were, you know, shooting it in all kinds of different ways, and and they estimated, I don't know, ten thousand people probably called the police or or called some form of authority figure and reported it. And the governor himself saw it, talked about it at the time. I mean, it's just it, just, it happened.
0: I don't even. I, I barely You recall don't remember it. that. No, barely. Yeah. Well, was, my mind has been wiped. Well, that's true. Uh, I mean, that's you know, true. So. Yeah. A lot of us don't remember that because uh, (laughs) men in black showed up Hate when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the Democrats would like that to happen uh, from what they did this weekend. Um, They were talking about, you know, factory farming. Uh, They've talked about how we have to stop eating hamburgers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the Cortez uh, comment. We should we shouldn't be eating a hamburger for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Like, let's keep it real. I I don't eat a hamburger
2: for breakfast. breakfast I don't know
0: anybody who does. I don't know a (laughs) single person. that I don't think Ronald McDonald eats (laughs) one for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, 17 of the 19 candidates uh, that are remaining on the Democratic platform, they went to Iowa and they participated in the Polk County Steak Fry. I love that. 10,500 steaks for attendees. And a thousand vegan burgers, and uh, and they uh, many of them went and just were flipping steaks. Now wait a minute, wouldn't this be like a climate catastrophe? Wouldn't this be mm-hmm. a crime against the climate? <laughs> nah, don't worry nah, about nah, it. Don't worry about it. Hypocrisy? Nah, not to worry nah, about. Not I with the d- no. Not with the Democrats. We'll we'll go to their hypocrisy in just a couple of minutes. Stand by. The program. Boy, I also have some bad news for Beto O'Rourke. Uh, he, apparently he didn't talk to enough people in the United States that want to throw out their guns. Um, the couple things you ought to know. First of all, according to the Justice Department, a study from the Justice Department, gun ownership is the single greatest deterrent to criminals who are selecting a, vi- uh, a victim. Let me say that again. Gun ownership is the greatest deterrent to criminals who are selecting a victim. Huh. Now, if you're a criminal, wouldn't you pick the guy who just turned his AR-15 over to the police? I know I would. Something even more interesting. Every year, guns are used 80 times more to protect a life than to take one. 80 to 1. Do you hear them talking about that? The USCCA believes everyone should be able to protect and defend themselves. They're giving away almost $20,000 to prove it. Text BECK to the number 87222 right now and grab your free entry. Hurry, the offer ends this Friday. Text the word BECK, B-E-C-K, to the number 87222. BECK to the number 87222. You get Glenn,
2: Mark Levin, Stephen Crowder,
0: So did you see the woman that uh, approached Beto and said, um, hell no, you're not taking my gun?
2: Right into a hostile crowd of Beto supporters and took the microphone and just stood her ground. Pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, here's the uh, here's the audio. Listen. It's quiet. It's good. She was really yeah, she's quiet getting. she we kind don't of have, whispered it. We don't have it. We don't, don't have we. it.
2: I say we're working on really it. okay. They're, we're working. We on got it. it. We got it. Okay, we got now it. we have it.
6: Hello, thank you so much for taking my question. Um, my name is Lynn and um, I drove down here from Rifle, Colorado, to speak with you today. Um, I was one of the gun owning Americans that heard your speech and heard what you had to say um, regarding hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AR. And your let's, let's be respectful. Let's 47. be respectful. Well, I am here to say hell no. You're not nice. Um, Nice. So, with that, um, I would like to know how you intend to legislate evil because it is not the gun, it is the heart of the man that does that. We all have stories, excuse me.
0: Let's 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 allow her to finish, please, please, please,
3: please. We please. can
6: all have these stories. We all have the experiences. I was living in Aurora, during Columbine I had just recently moved um, when the Aurora shootings happened yet I have very close ties here yet all of those people were there defenseless they had no way to defend themselves against a crazed shooter so I want to know how you intend to legislate the hearts of men and leave American citizens like, my fel- my- like myself, American mothers. I have four children. I'm five foot zero, one hundred pounds. Cannot really defend myself with a fist.
2: It, it, it's okay. Let's look, please. Let's allow her to finish. I don't
6: have my AR-15 today. I have my Glock. But
3: you
2: shouldn't have it. Oh, you should. Don't worry, have sir. I either. have your
6: back. Um, anyway, <laughs> I want to know how you're going to legislate that because a criminal by defense breaks the law. So all you're going to do is restrict law-abiding citizens like myself. Right. We all know that you, sir, have a criminal history, and <laughs> I understand that burglars do not like do not like armed defense. It's OK. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, burglars do not like armed defense, yet that is a right that we have that shall not be infringed that was, in America. That
3: was in OK,
2: I, I really appreciate the question. And I'm sure he th- does. Presumption and this can you get the microphone on a different channel because it keeps cutting out um,
0: There's this presumption that we are just I guess inherently evil because you ask how are we going to legislate this and? Um, the 40,000 gun deaths in in America just must be something wrong with us or gets back to this idea that I began my comments to do with, with what is, this, said. is this just um, is this just our fate? Uh, asinine. It's like, it's just, I mean, w- wait, this is just our fate because we're somehow evil. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. Our founders were very, very clear. Men, given power, given money, given the chance to be corrupt, will be corrupt. They will. Now, once in a while, there won't be somebody. I mean, I, I in, in my faith... Um, you are asked to be the bishop and you can it could be me it won't be but it could be me next week and you're asked to be the bishop and I have met so many bishops and I've known them before they were bishops and I I thought about this the other day when I was I left my bishop and and he was teary-eyed over the love that he had for some members of the congregation And he was just so empathetic. And I left there and I came home and I said to my wife, I have never met a man who has been called a bishop and left a worse man. Every single one I have ever met has become a better man. And perhaps that's because there is no power in that position. You don't have any power in that position. In fact, it's all set up the opposite way. You are the greatest servant in that position. And you're doing it for free. And you're doing it for free. You're not getting paid. You get no accolade. You get nothing. And Mm -hmm. nobody wants that job. Nobody wants that job. And they always leave better men. Now, tell me in a position, a worldly position, where somebody leaves a better person. Can you tell me that you've ever seen anyone go to Washington and leave a better person than they were? They're Mm -hmm. lucky if they get out with all of their dignity and honor and integrity intact, right? Mm -hmm. They're lucky if they just Mm -hmm. hold it. But be a better man? I, I don't, I can't think of an instant. I can't. I can't maybe Abraham Maybe Abraham Lincoln.
2: Yeah, maybe. Except Maybe. He, he didn't he didn't even get, he chance didn't get to he didn't get see, chance to uh, finish see him it. afterwards. Correct. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's really rare. We are not evil. We are born all of us with goodness and decency, but we also have that natural man inside of us that we're fighting. And some people don't even fight it; they want it. They feel good about it. <laughs> Look at what he says. It's somehow or another, we we are just we're just having to. You're you're making everyone evil. No, sir. You are making everyone evil. You
2: Everybody who has an AR-15 is, is evil. evil,
0: and they got to turn that in right to get rid of the evil in them. Right. We're saying that evil does exist, mm-hmm. and. The government can't be everywhere that we are the first response, responders and we have a right to defend ourselves when that one evil person shows up in our life. Because there are those people that will go bad. And we don't collectively get better. We individually get better. This, this Beto thing is incredible. Did you hear what he said this weekend? I want to take your guns. He said, "But I, I believe, um, I believe in the Constitution, uh, and I believe in the Second Amendment. But we don't need these guns for hunting. You can- <laughs> it's the, they, then you don't understand the Second Amendment. If Not you think all. the Second Amendment is about hunting, you don't even understand it.
2: And you can't say." Uh, I believe in the second Men- uh, second amendment but, but I'm going to take your guns. You can't. you can't.
0: It's impossible. You
2: can't. I'm sorry. That's You uh, think it's a little hypocritical? Uh yeah, I think that's a little a, a little, lot. A lot, maybe even hip- a lot
0: hypocritical. Okay. I you know I I have a little game. You want to play uh uh Brain Dead or Beto? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I support mm-hmm. the second amendment but but we we should ban all guns because we don't need them for for hunting.
2: Well, I think that's an easy one. Uh Beto. I, I think we it's just both about brain that.
0: dead and Beto. Yes. it's brain dead Beto. I think actually <laughs> um, flipping burgers after giving a global warming anti-meat speech. I'm going to say brain dead on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think, it, I'm not sure if Beto was there. Was he there? <laughs> if he was, it's just Beto. But yes. I, I'm not sure he was, so it's brain dead. Uh, smoking while trying to pass the anti-vaping bill. Brain dead. Brain dead, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Listening to Eminem with Tipper Gore. (laughs) Pretty sure Beto didn't do that, so that's got to be brain dead. Uh, How about this one? Pushing for universal health care while at the Mayo Clinic as a patient. Uh, brain dead brain dead but it could Mm -hmm. be beto could be beto attending davos while railing against the one percent yeah i don't think he's been to davos wearing a hijab while supporting women's rights (laughs) and gay marriage i don't think he's worn a hijab i'm gonna say brain dead yeah being pro-union and open borders Uh, that could be beto Beto. yes beto claiming to be hispanic while 100 (laughs) percent irish
2: Let's see. Yeah. Robert Francis <laughs> no. Beto Aurora. Yes, I think yeah. that's exactly. That's exactly Beto. it.
0: Oh, these guys, man. And wait until you see the news on uh Joe Biden. The Joe Biden story that is going around about the whistleblower is absolute nonsense. And it is the way the press and Joe Biden are going to try to turn his corruption around. So you will be so sick of hearing about the Ukraine that when that's, those charges come out, you won't care anymore. That's exactly what's happening here. And it is so transparent, it's grotesque. More on that tonight at 5 o'clock only on The Blaze TV. If you're a small business owner, hopefully one of the things um, that you know is that if your employees are happy, you got a happy comp- uh, company and happy customers. In your own small business, you got to have everybody on board. Everybody's got to be pulling their weight and everybody's got to be on board, and you want to make them happy and comfortable. One of the things that you can do uh, to help your employees stay productive and also be comfortable all day is get an X chair. X chair has a patented dynamic variable lumbar support. The X chair is what you need for comfortable work days. You can adjust this 10 different ways. And thanks to the X chair, a 30-day no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction, you have zero risk. Now, most companies can't make that kind of offer because they couldn't ship something like an X chair to you. And then have you say, I don't like it, and ship it back. They couldn't afford that kind of a return. That's how confident they are. You're going to love this. X-Chair is on sale now for $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's x chair B-E-C-K.com, or call 1844 4 x chair one eight four 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 4 x chair xchairbeck.com use the promo code back and you'll receive a free set of the new x wheels with your chair it's xchairbeck.com promo code back
1: you're listening to glenn beck
0: Uh, It's interesting. Uh, The president is now speaking uh, at the United Nations uh, on the protection of religious freedom. He just said, and I quote, our rights do not come from government. They come from God. This is a really, really important distinction um, that the rest of the world does not have. We do, but the rest of the world doesn't understand that. Uh, And that's one of the things that has always made us completely different. Um, He's talking now in front of Saudi Arabia, in front of China, talking about religious liberty being threatened and banned around the world. China is one of the worst. Uh, They've just upped all of their their tracking and their containing of the Uyghurs in, in China. It's really bad what they're doing to the Muslims and the Christians in China. I doubt he's going to say anything on that. No, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Now, he did say that he got, he, quote, obliterated the Johnson Amendment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Johnson Amendment was uh, something that was put in uh, by, uh, by Johnson. And now, this is not, this is when he was, I believe, in the Senate, was it not? Uh and it was to um not allow any five oh one C three to be able to speak politically. Basically, no churches mm-hmm. could say anything from the pulpit. And I don't know how people if they wanted to
2: keep their tax exempt status. Right.
0: I don't know how that happens in these black churches with the Democrats. Yeah, They're please. always I there mean- doing that. Um and, uh, How long
2: did, did Jeremiah Wright operate uh, under the Johnson right. Amendment? The whole time. Right,
0: right. This was put in in 1954, uh, and uh, and Trump says that they have obliterated it. I didn't know that. I've I got to talk to a couple of friends today and to make sure that that is accurate. Because- the Washington
2: Post says it isn't, but do you believe the Washington Post? They say they gave Jeez. him four Pinocchios on that. Yeah, but do, do you
0: believe the Washington
2: Post? Not necessarily. But they say he claims he ended it with a uh with a presidential uh order and it with an executive order and they say no, he did not.
0: Four Pinocchios. Hmm. He has repeatedly tried to gut the Johnson amendment and mm. on June 13th, the House Appropriations Committee approved an extraneous policy writer to do just that. Um, And I have a copy of the writer. Now, this is not from the Washington Post. The so-called Johnson Amendment, proposed by then-minority leader Lyndon Johnson in 1954, adopted without controversy by a Republican majority in Congress, signed in law by Eisenhower, Republican, and strengthened by Reagan. Candidates, Trump and Pence, working with Pat Robertson, Jerry Falwell Jr., and other vocal evangelists, made uh, repeal of the Johnson Amendment a frequent campaign rallying cry for the base.
2: And I think that's because it was only enforced one way, right? Correct. The left had every right to preach whatever they wanted to from the pulpit, but the right did not.
0: It just gave it just gave government in anybody's hand, whoever chooses to use it. um, Another weapon to Mm -hmm. wield against political. This is the problem. We were talking earlier today about how we are becoming a banana republic. And, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi saying that she wants to be able to indict a sitting president. Well, that is exactly what happens in banana republics. You can indict them. Now, an indictment doesn't mean you're guilty. And that means that the president would have to go to court. An answer to an indictment. You want to indict, indict after they don't have any more political power. Right. You know, make the case. You can impeach them. That would cripple a presidency. It would cripple a presidency. And if you don't think that both sides would be indicting Absolutely. the other side all the time, mm-hmm. it's what a banana republic does. You indict first. The next step is you just start to arrest all of your political opponents. You just come up with charges and you arrest them. That's a banana republic. It's the reason why we didn't put uh, Nixon in jail. I think Nixon should have gone to jail. But the argument is you don't start that. You impeach them and and you just make the case with the American people and you have it tried in the Senate for all to see and hear and you get them out of there because once you start throwing political people in jail during their tenure it's over you've just you've just you've just outlined the end of the republic and that's what the democrats I think are shooting for this is the Glimbeck
1: program